Hello, I'm Fernando Augusto Pacheco, and this is the Global Countdown first broadcast on the briefing on the 1st of February. This is The Briefing with me, Andrew Muller, and it is that part of Thursday's briefing where I caution you all, dear listener, that though it's too late for me, you can still save yourselves. Fernando Augusto Pacheco is here with the Global Countdown, and topically enough, this week, Fernando, we are going to... Hungary, we're back. It's been the first story and the last story of the show. I know. I promise you, listeners, it, it, it was a coincidence. I mean, I, I think it would be interesting to look at the Hungarian music scene. Who knows? Maybe Why there might be... Why do you think it would be interesting to look at the Hungarian music scene, Fernando? Are you insane? Well, who knows? There might be even some political touches here and there. How well, will we I know? say no how, more. How will we know? Well, I'll, I'll tell you. If, if you keep... How, how good is your Hungarian, Fernando? <laughs> I have to say it's not very good. It's been very hard to do some research mm. on Hungarian. I think apparently, Andrew, is one of the hardest languages to learn in the world. Is it true? That is apparently the case. I'm not going to lie. I have never tried seriously to learn much in the way of Hungarian beyond the elementary introductory pleasantries. But uh, no, it is it is a legendarily difficult language to learn. Apparently, it has some relationship to Estonian and Finnish and other Turco-Ugric languages. Um, But I fear we are drifting from the point somewhat. (laughs) Uh, Quite deliberately on my part, because I'm trying to put off the Hungarian top five as long as I reasonably can. Don't worry, I have some cute anecdotes for you. Oh, good. Uh, Including a number five. It's a collection, actually, of Hungarian musicians. But the main one is Dash, and he's also joined by Azariah, Young Fly, and Lord Panamo. Shall we have a listen to... That's an all-star cast. (laughs) And the song is called Run Papa Pan. Let's have a listen. I don't know what would be more tragic, that that song was more or less than the sum of its parts. Well, I, I, feel, I feel there's some sky in it, or maybe I'm completely wrong. Please. Really? Or maybe my ears are not working very well today. That would explain a great deal most <laughs> weeks, in fact, Fernando. But that's that's number five in Hungary. And you know what? Dash has a lovely story. He used to Does be a, a garbage collector. And now <laughs> he's a pop star, a massive pop star uh, in Hungary. So, you know, there's hope for everyone. Very good. I, the thing is, I, I would submit that actually collecting the rubbish is vital, worthwhile work. Absolutely. Whereas making suboptimal hip-hop is not. Very good point. I'll use your quote, Andrew. I I, I do my best. At at number four. Number four, I was a little bit confused. So if we have any Hungarian listeners, because... (laughs) If we did, we don't now. (laughs) I don't know. Let's talk about Bruno. Uh, And we're not talking about that film from Disney. But Bruno, I have a feeling that he's also a footballer, or used to be. Really? Because there's a guy with the same name. I think his surname is Bruno Pato. Are, are we learning that in Hungary, turning to pop music is what people do once they retire from professional football or picking up the rubbish? Potentially, potentially okay. here. So, well, I'm not 100% sure. Please don't accuse me of fake news, but I have a feeling he used to be a footballer. But now he's singing some lovely tracks. This track is actually very short. It's only Good. two minutes Excellent. long. Very Eurovision. It's Bruno with Loka. Loka. Bandasamba de Feranamba de Tadi, Nanes Kinesa, Maga 
It, it is unusual, Fernando, to find oneself thinking of a two-minute-long song, Oh, dear God, will this ever end? <laughs> but I wrote here, actually, in my notes, very mm-hmm. decent track. I kind of like Loka. I think it could be... You wrote that there in your notes. Were you drunk? Not drunk, not drunk. Okay. I did it this morning, but I think you could be. It, it, <laughs> it doesn't rule anything out. For it's Nando. very Eurovision as well. I find it is. That's again not necessarily <laughs> a gold star guarantee of quality. Um, do you think we might hear from him, Circa Eurovision? Because we, it, it is already February. We are going to have to start talking about Eurovision soon. You and are going to have to put on your special Eurovision desk chief hat. And I think the Hungarians should raise their game when it comes to Eurovision. You know, I don't think they're the kind of classic vintage. So who knows? Maybe have this is ever, the year. Have they ever won? I don't think they did, actually. No, no. And, and again, if I'm wrong, please email me. Because... Maybe maybe it's Bruno's year. At, at number three. Number three, he's an interesting artist. Mm. Basically, he's the youngest artist to sell out uh, Budapest Pop Laszlo Sport Arena, which can fit 14,000 people. Okay. So he's, he's popular. He's massive. Ha, ha, has he ever at any point in his career <laughs> been a professional footballer or a bin collector? Well, let's talk about jobs. I mean, when he was young, he had a YouTube channel with paranormal conspiracies and urban legends. Oh, good. It was popular. It had, uh, I think, half a million kind of subscribers. Mm-hmm. So that was his previous job, a YouTuber. But now he's actually quite political. You know, we're talking here Is about he? politics. Is he indeed? Uh, well, let's have a listen and then I'll tell you his involvement with politics. It's Azariah with three Korti. <laughs> Now, to the untrained ear, Fernando, that will just have sounded like, frankly, bloody awful generic (laughs) Europop, but are you suggesting that there is some sort of significant political subtext? There is, not necessarily with this track, Ah. but, you know, overall in the album uh, that he's been releasing as a writer, he's only 21. Uh, He's very outspoken. It's still time for a career in bin collecting. Exactly. Uh, But, you know, there's a biting commentary, according to Hungarian websites, about his country's politics and corruption. So mm. he's a brave man, as Araya uh, there. Well, indeed so. And all jokes aside, it is no small change being any sort of uh, dissenting voice under Viktor Orban's pseudo-autocracy. So we can only wish him well on that front. Um, but at number two... Dash is back. Dash was just a reminder oh. for our listeners. He used to collect garbage and now he's a massive pop star. And now uh, he's creating it. Exactly. Well, no, <laughs> I almost agree with you, but no, 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 no. I can't say those things. I'm impartial here. This song is called, actually I found out how to say oyster in Hungarian. Did it's, you? Well, this, this, this hasn't <laughs> been a total waste of everybody's time. Ostriga. Let's have a listen. That's that's four consecutive gutter balls from where I'm sitting, Fernando. He plays he, a role of a sad barista in this track. <laughs> and I'm not he, joking. Does he? The lyrics does is like, indeed. full house, full of caviar and oysters. Everyone there is full of rubbish.
So he's not happy. R- rubbish is a recurring theme of this week's Global Countdown in, in more ways than one. Hang on, what, hang on. He's a barista, but everybody's eating oysters. Yeah, well, well, well I mean, if I you're mean, in a bar... I, I, I've been to coffee shops in Budapest, Fernando, on many occasions, and despite, I wish to make clear, uh, for my lack of enthusiasm for their modern popular song, Budapest is an absolutely beautiful city if anybody is pondering a weekend break destination. I need to go. I haven't been, and I'm dying to go. Oh, you absolutely should. But my point being, in not one of the many excellent cafes in Budapest into which I have ventured, do I recall a coffee and oysters option being available? No caviar as well? Uh, I'm not a big caviar guy, but again, it's not been my experience that it has been a standard menu item in a Budapest coffee shop. I think this guy's making it all up. <laughs> well, I think our guy at number one, he's mm. got a very, very interesting story. And, <laughs> and by the way, as soon as I saw the name, I was like, well, is this a cover of a Bob Marley track? Oh, because good. the song's called No Woman, No Woman Will Cry. It's not. So, so he's just taken the title of a Bob Marley track and written a whole other song. Yes, and it's okay. a very sad song as well. I'll explain why. But this is T. Danny with No Woman, No Cry. <laughs> So, T. Danny, we understand they're like six of the dwarfs, is not happy. He's not happy. And, and the reason is, he says, I always told myself, no woman, no cry. But if you don't have one, it hurts, doesn't it? Oh, that's quite romantic, but, but actually. On, isn't, isn't that basically what the Bob Marley song <laughs> of that name was also about? I don't, I don't know. Maybe T. Danny didn't understand the, you know, the, the, the reasoning of the, the original track. But he, you know what? T. Danny he should stop complaining because he's dating he a top model. He should also stop singing. I mean, he's dating a Hungarian top model. They just finished third place in Dancing with the Stars in Hungary. Is, is, that, is that what he is perhaps upset about? Is that a lament to the fact that they would tipped out of the top two places in the Hungarian version of Dancing with the Stars. I believe he was quite sad, actually. He was one of the favourites and he would be apparently the first ma- male to win, actually, the competition, but it didn't happen. Well, he was not he, very lucky. If that is not grounds for heartbreak, I don't know what is. Fernando Augusto Pacheco with the Global Countdown. Thank you, as always, 